Hello and welcome to our fabulous listeners. I'm your host, Moira Geary, and this is Your Positivity Project. For those of you that don't know me, I'm an author and speaker, and I have a personal development company. And I specialize in teaching people who are stressed, overwhelmed, procrastinating, and are driven by fear how to live more enriched, courageous, and calmer lives. And as this is our very first episode of The Positivity Project, I think it's really important for me today to cover positive thinking and the truth about it, because often people get very jarred around the idea of positive thinking. And I think it's important that we cover that because there is some truth in um, it being a little bit harmful. So today we're going to cover part of this, the part of that harmfulness, which is toxic positivity and what that is. Next, we're going to do three ways that it is harmful and how to identify it, because it's really important that we're aware and that we know how to identify that so it doesn't have a negative impact on us. Next, we're going to cover the flip side, which is positive thinking. And then I'm going to cover four major benefits that research is showing us about positive thinking. There are several more, but I just want to cover four today, which are really important. And then last but not least, I'm going to cover some action steps for you to help you to achieve those benefits, because I know for many of you that are following me now for maybe as long as 15 years, you've got great results because there have been action steps and you've implemented them. So I will always make sure to the best of my ability that I will include those. So to talk, first of all, about toxic positivity, and basically this is the idea of always trying to maintain a positive attitude, even in difficult or in negative situations. And this can involve downplaying or dismissing negative emotions or experiences or even pressuring others to always think positively. Now, while it's important to have a positive outlook on life, and to try to find the good in difficult situations, toxic positivity can be harmful in several ways. And I'm going to share some of those ways with you. So first, it can really invalidate people's feelings and their experiences. Like when someone is struggling with negative emotion or in a difficult situation, it's really important to allow them to feel and to express those emotions. So dismissing or minimizing their feelings can make them feel really unsupported and isolated. And the same goes for us if that applied to us as well. So if somebody was trying to push that on us. The second thing in relation to toxic positivity is that it can create an unhealthy pressure to always be positive, which can be, first of all, emotionally exhausting and also unsustainable. It's okay, of course, to have negative emotions and it's important to allow ourselves to feel and to process them, but to do that in a healthy way. And finally, toxic positivity can also prevent people from seeking help or for looking for support when they actually need it. And if somebody is constantly being told to think positively or to just be happy or you'll be fine, they may feel like they, that they can't actually ask for that help or the support and particularly, obviously, when they're struggling a lot. So it's really, really quite dangerous if that is the situation. So in short, while it's important to try and maintain a positive outlook, it's also important to allow ourselves and others to feel 
and to express a full range of emotions and to look for help if you need it. So let's take a look now at the flip side of that. We're going to look at what research is showing us on positive thinking. And there is a lot of research that is suggesting that positive thinking can have a range of benefits, which include number one, it improves our physical health, meaning a better immune system or a better immune function, and also that it can lower our risk of developing certain heart conditions such as heart disease. So I know I could go on to number two, but I think it's really important just to stop and pause and just think about that for a moment. So when you consider that if you were prepared to work on your ability to think positively more frequently, that when you do that, it can actually improve your immune system or your immune function and also lower your risk of developing health conditions such as heart disease. I mean, that is quite profound. And the reasons why that happened is if you think about when we are in a negative state or in a stress state, what we're doing is we're producing cortisol, which is our stress hormone. And when we have a lot of cortisol in our bloodstream, by the way, cortisol is good and it's good in small amounts. But if we have it continuously on a regular basis and we have, have it going a lot of the time through our bloodstream, what it can do is have an impact on our immune system, weakening it, meaning that our defense mechanism against diseases and colds and flus and, and other illnesses is greatly reduced. But also, if you think about cortisol also in our bloodstream, having an impact on our stress levels, um, obviously, because it, it, it cortisol is our stress hormone. And if we're thinking negatively, that is what will happen, that we will secrete more cortisol that will have a huge impact on our um our cardiovascular um, system, which it includes, obviously, you know, everything from heart attack to stroke to um, coronary artery disease and things like that. So we know from research that that and the research I have put links below at the bottom of this uh, on the the show notes and it'll be around this video or this podcast, whatever way you're listening to this, you will find links to the research on this. So I'm not just pulling this out of the sky. And it's really important that we pause and think about that for a couple of minutes. Just to think that if you were willing to look after the way you're thinking, it could have an impact on your health as in your physical health. The second thing that it improves is your mental health meaning that it actually can lower rates of depression and anxiety. And obviously, you know, um, that it can help help with resilience as well when we're facing stress. So I think that is as profound as the physical health, because obviously our mental health is massive in relation to how we function, because if our mental health is not in a good state, it means it's going to impact our behavior and it's going to impact our results. And also, obviously, the way we feel on a daily basis. So that's the second thing. The third thing is that we can make better decisions and that our skills for making decisions is better as well as problem solving when we're thinking positively. And basically, the research says that people who are more positive tend to approach problems with a much more open mind and a flexible attitude, which can lead to better solutions. The other thing, the fourth thing that the research shows is that it increases life satisfaction. And I think I don't think I need to go into any detail on that. But basically, if you're thinking more positively, you will have a much better satisfaction in life. And I think that really also when we think maybe a little bit deeper on that, isn't that really what we're all looking for? Isn't that what we're all seeking every day is to have a more satisfying life? 
However, it's also important also to note that positive thinking on its own is not a cure all and it's not always possible or healthy to always try to maintain a positive outlook. It's also important to allow yourself to feel and to express a full range of emotions and also to get some help if you need help. So now we're going to go on to our action steps that are going to help you in relation to positive thinking. So the first action step is to make a decision. Is this what you want? Yes or no? And that's how you make a decision. Just answer that question. Would you like to have the health benefits, both physically and mentally and life satisfaction of thinking positively? So take your time to answer that. Next, I would highly recommend and encourage any of you that haven't already got access to the seven day positivity project, which is a seven day. It's a free video training that at this point in time, over 11,000 people have taken it with profound results and it's free and it's on my website. And I'm sure the link will be below or around this video or this podcast or wherever you're watching this. Highly recommend it because I share lots and lots and lots of tools and techniques in that. And obviously through this podcast, I will be going back to different elements of the positivity project. So I would recommend that you would consider um, downloading that. The next thing, number three, is I'm going to ask you to consider getting an hourly chime on your your phone or on your watch or some way that you could have an, an, an alarm every hour. The reason for this is, is what we're trying to do with it is that when the alarm uh, rings or when you hear the alarm, it's just to bring into your conscious awareness that you're going to look back over the previous hour and have a look to get a yardstick of how were you in relation to your positive thinking through that hour. Now, when you start doing this first, you'll find that maybe the negative thinking was a lot more prevalent than the positive. And this is not about trying to beat ourselves up. It's about being compassionate with ourselves and just playing a game. So if you notice that it has been a lot in the negative, that's absolutely fine. Now you have a starting point for a measurement. And what will happen is every hour or you don't have to do it every hour, but I know that I always did when I was when I'm working on something that I want to change a habit. I use this a lot and I find that if I do it every hour, that it really does make a big difference. So if you do it every hour, what you're doing is you're just noticing. And also when you're when you've noticed and you've got your measurement, the next thing that's really important to do is to decide what you're going to do for the next hour. So what you're doing is bringing into your conscious awareness that you would like to think more positively over the next hour. When we prime our subconscious for something, the chances of it happening are much greater than if we're going to go around being unaware. So I would highly encourage that you would find a facility to have an hourly chime and then to start to first of all take a yardstick measurement of where you're at and then to dip in on a regular basis um, over a particular number of hours you might decide to do it over three different hours in a day or you might decide to do it over five or seven or nine and just make a mental note or a physical note of the percentage of time that you have been focusing on positive or negative and also to prime yourself for the next hour. That's really, really important. Next, number four in action steps, I would ask you to journal and I'm going to give you three questions to journal on. So the first question would be, How badly do I want positive change or how much do I want positive change? And you can 
you can frame it either way. How badly do I want it or how much do I want it? And that will give you a little indication maybe on how you think, whether it's positively or negatively. The positive or negative statement will give you a little bit more um, motivation. So journal on that. How badly or how much do I want positive change? And be really honest with yourself and don't just write one line, write several. The second question is, if I was to make positive changes, what would life be like for me? And I would recommend that you take a bit of time on that one. If I was to make some positive changes and that is in your thinking, so in your positive thinking, what could life be like for me? And that word is really important. What could life be like for me? And write on that how life could be. And the third one is if I decide to stick with Moira. What area do I want to start with? So if I do decide to stick with Moira, what area do I want to start with? And again, that's really important to take a little bit of time just to work that out. Now, before I reveal what you will learn in the next episode, I just want to remind you, as always, to make sure that you get the free seven day positivity project training. If you haven't got it already, the link is somewhere around this page or go to moiragiri.com and it's very easy to find it there. Next, remember that we leave no soldier behind. So please share this with anyone that you think may need it. Next, I always say stay in the circle, and that's really important, meaning that you can find me on lots of places on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube podcast, email roundups. Um, so find your preferred medium. And if you want to join me in some free live conversations, you'll find links also somewhere around this page where you can do that. I often do lives in our Positive Rican Barbers Facebook group, and um, I regularly do lives in there where we can have a conversation. And on our next episode, I will be supporting you with self-confidence. We'll be covering what it is, six factors that affect it. And also, I'm going to give you six tips on how you can build your self-confidence. So until then, again, remember to stay in the circle, to be supported and all links and info are below. And I look forward to speaking to you again on the next episode. Thank you.